Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Derek stared up at the light in the window above the firehouse. He was 100% sure that he had shut it off before locking the door and heading down this time. He had been working at Disneyland for a few weeks cleaning up the park after the visitors had left, and the light in Walt's old apartment just wouldn't stay off. The first few nights he thought maybe he had just left it on. He had made it a point on this night, though, to shut it off. Yet, by the time he was back downstairs, it was on again. Were some of the older guys messing with him? He intended to find out. As he walked towards the back of the building, he began to smell cigarette smoke. Aha, he thought to himself. Someone was doing this on purpose. He snuck up to the side of the wall, ready to jump out and let whoever it was know that they had been caught. He quickly turned the corner to surprise the culprit, and when he did, he was frozen in shock. There stood Walt Disney himself. The problem was, Walt had been dead for about three months now. Walt turned to the stunned employee, smiled, and disappeared into the night. I'm Rob Coakley, and this is Hometown Ghost Stories, Celebrity Hauntings, Walt Disney. What's up, everybody? Your favorite hometown ghost stories host, Rob here. And today I am going to talk about the hauntings of Walt Disney. Now, during the discussion portion, we're also going to cover some of the hauntings at some of the Walt Disney parks. But for this little intro video, we're going to stick strictly to hauntings of Walt Disney at Disneyland. So Walter Elias Disney was born on December 5th, 1901 in Chicago, Illinois. As a child, he would become fascinated with drawing and he would cultivate that passion throughout the entirety of his life. And spectacle was the other thing that Walt was obsessed with as a child. When he was a kid, he would have an interaction with Wild Bill during a parade that would stick with him for the rest of his life. While watching the parade, Buffalo Bill would come up and approach him and tell him to come see the Wild West show later that day. And Walt would take him up on that. Later in life, Walt would write down that he was highly impressed with what he had seen. Now let's fast forward a bit to when he was a young adult. He started working as a commercial illustrator. And then in the 1920s, he moved out to California to start Disney Brothers Studio with his brother, Roy. He would go on to create Alice's Wonderland, where he had a live-action girl interacting with animated creatures, which really caught the imagination of people in the 1920s. In 1927, he would create the character known as Oswald the Rabbit, which was a precursor to Mickey Mouse. And through some legal bindings and stuff of that nature, he actually lost out the character to Universal. After this, in 1928, he would create a new character, relatively similar to Oswald, but this character would be Mickey Mouse. And upon the creation of Mickey Mouse, the rocket would be strapped to Walt Disney and they would begin their ascension. Now this love of Mickey would allow Walt to do some more stuff where he would create full length movies, mostly out of old fables and tales and audiences were eating it up in the beginning. By 1955, Walt was creating Disneyland, a place where children and adults alike could go and interact with characters that had been created from Disney Studios. And along with seeing the characters, they could get a glimpse into the future and get nostalgic about the past. 
However, the construction of Disneyland is where our hauntings begin. While the park was being constructed, Walt had an apartment built above the firehouse so that he could keep an eye on things. That apartment is there to this day, still sitting above the fire station, very close to Main Street, USA. Walt and his family would utilize this apartment even after the park was open as a place to go stay and also on occasion escape to. Now, Walt Disney was a heavy smoker, although you would never know because he hid it as much as he could. And unfortunately, in December of 1966, he would succumb to lung cancer. Very, very shortly after his death, rumors would start to swirl that he was cryogenically frozen and that his body was being kept below the ride Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, this was actually false, and Walt was cremated two days after his death. However, we're not sure where his remains were put. Haunting occurrences would begin to happen after his death, though. One of the places in life that Walt would sneak cigarettes was behind his apartment at the firehouse. After his death, employees began to smell cigarettes behind the firehouse, and when they went to confront the culprit, nobody would be there. Inside the apartment itself is still a place that Walt is said to linger as well. A lantern in the window of the apartment has been known to turn on by itself, and some employees and even visitors have seen Walt standing beside that very lantern. Walt was also a gigantic fan of trains, and it appears that this fascination would follow him into the afterlife. Now, within Disneyland, there is a board that allows staff to see where every single train in the park is at at that very moment. Now, late in the evening sometimes, a train will show up on this board in the same spot of the corner of the park. It begins to blow its horn, and it is heard throughout the entirety of the area. The problem with this is that all the trains are accounted for, and none are in that particular corner of the map. Upon investigation, no train is ever found, and some of the older employees will always say, that's just Walt's train. Now, as we've already alluded to, many guests and staff have been known to see the ghost of Walt Disney, and this next story will be no different. A woman that we'll call Sally, just to keep her identity secret, had a friend that worked in the park. Now, on occasion, this friend would allow Sally to come into the park while she was walking it and cleaning up so that Sally could see the park when it wasn't so chaotic. One night, as they were approaching the castle, they saw a man standing on the drawbridge. As they got closer, both of their mouths would drop as they noticed that it was Walt Disney standing there, just waving at them. As they stood there in awe, Walt Disney would slowly fade away into the night. So what I want to know is what you think. Do you think that Walt Disney's ghost is still haunting Disneyland? Why don't you let us know in the comments or shoot us an email and let us know your thoughts on the subject. Uh, also, Jesse, Dave, and myself are going to stick around. We're going to start talking about the ghost of Walt Disney, and we're going to talk about some of the other hauntings at the park. And I just want to preface this with that biography on Walt Disney was just a really short sample of his life. You can go find gigantic biographies on him. So please don't come after me in the comments for not giving you the full story on Walt Disney. There is a lot to cover on him. Hauntings not included.
What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into Hometown Ghost Stories, Celebrity Hauntings, The Ghost of Walt Disney. I am your favorite host, Jesse. I'm joined by your second favorite host, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hey, what's going on? <clears throat> and Rob. The video told us that I was the favorite host. You can't come in here trying to take over yeah, my title. You did preface it with that. I did. <laughs> I did preface it with that. Preface, Rob. It's preface. If you're going to be yeah. the favorite host, you're going to have to get the word right. I don't have to do anything. You prefaced. I don't have to do shit, to be honest with you. Do nothing. Man. Press stop on end recording right now. You know what, Dave and I, we don't have to do shit either because you're the favorite host. Why don't you just take it away, favorite host? I will. This is actually one that I have been looking forward to doing and researching. Uh, Walt Disney for the Celebrity Hauntings one. The problem with doing this one is he's attached to so many projects that include hauntings. Like, if you try to look up Walt Disney hauntings, it is immediately going to bring you to a million things on the Haunted Mansion, right? Because that's just like one of the most famous things in Disney parks. So you have to really like sift and really the key words that you're looking for, for actual hauntings of Walt Disney is a little tough, but you can find them. And there's quite a bit out there. I kind of stuck to the hauntings at the park because I found those the most interesting because the house ones were really like not, I don't know. They weren't, they, they just, it's just like, yeah, Walt Disney kind of showed up here once as a ghost. Are you scared? Yeah. Are you terrified? <laughs> it's just like, okay, what did he do? What is it? What, how do you think he's haunting the house? Oh no, man. He used to live here at one point and I'm pretty sure he still haunts it. And you're just <laughs> like, all right, well, thanks. So I found the ones at the park a little bit more interesting than the rest. And it makes sense. Disneyland is the park that was open while he was alive, right? Disney World was not open yet when he passed away. It was still, it was doing the finishing touches at that point. And it, it encompasses his life from and his he, work to his family. And he must have, he dumped so much energy into the, that project itself. His, you know, you got to figure he was, he was 24 seven dumping all of his effort and energy into that. So you see that in a lot of hauntings where people, things that people focus a lot of their energy on is what they end up, you know, where their spirit kind of ends up lingering. It's funny you brought up how it was hard to ser uh, search for his ghost stories per mm -hmm. se, because when you search, you, you get the wrong thing. I, I've had that same problem with a lot of celebrity ghosts that I've been trying to research. Like I'm trying to find like Hitchcock and uh, like HP Lovecraft and you Google like Hitchcock, you know, Hitchcock ghost story or HP Lovecraft ghost story. You just get their works of fiction. It's like, how do I do it? <laughs> that's, that's not what I want. I want the actual ghost stories. Yeah. And yeah, for him to haunt the park, like you said, that is something that he poured so much energy into, but also it encompasses him so much because a, it is all about his works of like animation and stuff, but also things that he be like believed in, like preserving and showing. So there was like a lot of nostalgia there. Like he did like wild bill areas in his parks, but he also wanted people to look towards the future. And he had like, I think it's Tomorrowland is one of the famous Disney parts of a park where you can see what people think is going to happen in the future. Yeah, and there's the imagination. Whole, that's, the whole, that's the whole basis behind Epcot, which stands for experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Yeah. In fact. Yeah. So like he was into all these different things. So everything about the park encompasses Walt Disney. So where else would be a better place for him to haunt than the actual park that was open while he was alive and that he even had an apartment in? Mm. Well, good. I was gonna say, I wouldn't rule out Florida either because he did spend a lot of time there. This was like his big project. This was, he was turning a swamp into 
a destination. And- no, it, there are stories of him in the Orlando one, but they didn't resonate as much and they weren't as easy to come across as the Disneyland ones. Again, he had the apartment that he stayed at in Disneyland. He probably did in Disney World too, to be honest. If he was doing it in Disneyland, why wouldn't he do it in Disney World? Of course, no. yeah. Um, but I didn't find that information. I just the Disneyland one seems like the one that the we're going to get into it. But like the apartment, the train, the drawbridge. Just oh, seemed, of course. There's so many there's cool the, stories. There was also there was the rumor that he was buried underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean, which is in Disney World, right? Correct. Did, That's Florida. Did, it's in both. Oh, is it in both? So yeah. Which one is he buried under? The one in Disneyland is the uh, one that they thought. So uh, a lot of this rides are replicated in several parks, like Pirates of the Caribbean is in both. Um, Tower of Terror used to be at both, except I think they turned it into Guardians of the Galaxy in, in California now. Mm-hmm. So like they replicate some of the same rides to give you that same experience. I mean, they have their own unique ones as well. But there is yeah, there's a, a yeah, there's like a there's a space mountain in every single one of them, including like Tokyo and stuff. Actually, the I don't know if it's Tokyo or Hong Kong, but the Pirates of the Caribbean one out in Asia, wherever, whichever I think it's China actually, but the Pirates of the Caribbean ride out there looks ridiculous. Yeah, so he's probably buried under there instead. Yeah, that's probably, probably yeah. the one. That's how that that's how that works. I think. Did you hear about his like cryptic, awkward goodbye? Yeah, like, the one with Kurt Russell the note or his no no this was he like had a meeting and he he ordered a film crew to to be there because this is going to be like his final send off or whatever um i got this from pbs so uh he couldn't help but raise some eyebrows with the last film that he produced sensing his impending demise he ordered the cameras to roll as he addressed his department heads one last time seated at his famous desk just like he did during his television show that aired each sunday evening a smiling waltz appeared to make laser beam eye contact with each colleague with with each colleague as he told them what he expected of their performance in the future and and that he hoped to see them soon oh wow. that's creepy yeah it's kind of like i hope to see you soon even though like he knew everyone knew he was going to die right there at least in that room they all knew and here's what i here's what i need from you i'm going to go die now see you yeah, soon maybe he, was, maybe he was saying he hopes they all die soon as well yeah you know what I expect of you. I expect you to kill yourself and bury your body underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, well, was, that, that, uh, was that like old, like pharaohs when they would die? They'd have all their like yeah. servants die with them. Like yeah. you have to go die with them. It's like oh, that's. I wonder if he was like that. Yeah, like that the pharaoh sucks, of huh? Disneyland. <laughs> Powerful guy. Uh, so what's, the, what, what's the what's the Kurt Russell one? So there was like a note with um, that he wrote. And I wasn't really prepared for this because I wasn't going to talk about it, but I will look it up. While I'm looking it up, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, why we're, why, while we're on the subject, did you know that one of the skulls in the original ride was, was a, a human skull, right? It was a real, is a real human skull. Yeah, I heard about that. Do you yeah. know whose it was? Was it Kurt Russell's? No, I think they just got it from like a... Was it Kurt Russell's? <laughs> was it Kurt Russell's? <laughs> I was like, are you just going to let me get away with that one? <laughs> so he had a list. And it's the list said... like It was like the last uh, note that was on his desk. And it was basically... It said Ron Miller. Then it said Way Down Cellar. Then it said Kurt Russell. And then it said CIA-Mobley. Oh, man. And 
what I, my assumption is Kurt Russell was a rising child star at the time. He did Disney movies as well. So I'm guessing it was a project just for Kurt that he wanted to do. Maybe it was about the CIA or something. And he wanted Kurt Russell to be in the movie is what it feels like it had to be. You know what I bet? And this theory, right. is way, this theory is way better. Okay. Before he died, he wrote down like just like he's like I'm gonna write down these random things, <laughs> and people are gonna lose their minds trying to figure it out, and it means nothing. <laughs> it's probably what it was. Kurt Russell is gonna live for decades, but his skull will be in this ride. Uh, apparently, it it was a real skull. It was donated by one of the Imagineers, which is basically these are the people that come up with ideas for Disney. That's what they're, that's what they're called down there. And a mm-hmm. cast member confirmed that it was real. And others have said that the skull in particular, which some believe to be the only actual remaining human bones um, was donated by a formal Imagineer. So kind of read that backwards, but the, the, the they're believed that it's the only remaining human bones on the pirates of the Caribbean, right? Like how many actual yeah, bones? They used they to have more. Thing? They used to have more. Um, and we're going to talk about a ghost story associated with pirates of the Caribbean after we talk more about Walt Disney. So I find Walt Disney, the ghost, because there's so many like rumors and conjecture with him after death that involve him being cryogenically frozen. There was even like this batshit crazy movie about it, like him being like this gigantic villain, still cryogenically frozen. Uh, Like people just go to the nth degree with this stuff, but he was definitely cremated. Well, I guess definitely is not a good word because we don't know where his remains were put but so you're saying there's a chance yeah people thought he was because this is the time frame where people were starting to talk about people being cryogenically frozen so people were like he knows all about the future of course he's going to want to be cryogenically frozen and the rumors just like abound and as soon as they're like and he's buried below pirates of the caribbean you have to be like all right, back the fuck up. Like it does, make, it does make the ride that much more interesting. <laughs> Obviously, with my son Sammy being very much in a like five year long pirate phase that he's been in, mm-hmm. we rode that ride over and over again. We went to Disney uh, Disney World a couple of years ago. That's Loved awesome. it. What an awesome ride that is! It's a great ride. Yeah. Fun fact: the voice of the skull that like introduces you into that ride was the same guy who wrote the uh, Pirates Yo Ho Pirate Life for Me, yeah, Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of we're gonna get a lot of one star reviews from this. The way that Rob said, oh, no, the way that Rob said preface to the all this misinformation about Kurt Russell. Who is he even? Is he he's, still he's alive? alive? He's alive. Yeah, he's doing just fine. Yeah, Kurt Russell's great. Well, everybody knows that Kurt Russell was born with a twin attached to his shoulder. Removed yeah. that head. Yeah. Gave it to Disney. That that showed that skull on his shoulder's name was CIA Mobley. Yep. <laughs> So that means to Jesse wasn't listening earlier. He just yeah, doesn't was, listen to the episode. I was reading. Okay. Jesus Christ. Can you, can, this is why I'm the favorite host because I know what's going on all the time. Jesse never knows what's going on on the show. Congratulations for knowing about your own jokes that you already said. Sorry. I don't listen all the time when we're doing a podcast. It's called a callback, Jesse. It's called a callback. All right. Anyways, let's get into the ghost of Walt Disney. And I think I'm it a- all. I'm going to call back the police to come have them arrest you again in your birthday suit. <laughs> I thought birthday. I thought we weren't going to bring jokes from the main show to the side show anymore. Didn't you just say you like callbacks? Yeah, from this episode. <laughs> Here's a callback. Jesse's ghost story from Tuesday's episode <laughs> was longer than this entire episode. <laughs> That's right, Charlie. 
<laughs> oh man. So I think everything begins at the apartment above the firehouse. Like this is where he has been seen frequently. We have the cigarette smoke. We have the light that used to turn on that they keep on for him now. Uh, more so than not. And this is a firehouse within the park. Yeah. So it's like when you walk into Disney land they have like main street usa where it like replicates you know like a, a average american town type of deal mm-hmm. and it has like different shops and all the shops are named after like imagineers or something to do with disney and then they have this little firehouse sort of off on the side pretty close to main street usa and that's where he built his little apartment so when people were at that park sometimes he would be in that apartment like him and his family would go hang up in there and uh they they said like they could hear the music from the jungle cruise in that apartment that's how close they were to that so he could be within the park without being disturbed right that's so cool like when mm-hmm. i i've never been to disneyland but i've been to disney world several times yeah and you see all these little like fake houses or whatever the fact that one of those is a real house and friggin walt disney was just living up there that is cool. and is now haunting up there that is uh that's especially cool apparently like in the the castle you can actually there's like one hotel room in that castle yeah. i'm sure for an absurd it's amount of money stupid expensive yeah, yeah you could you could rent that and give your like daughter or son or whoever the princess experience i'm sure dave you'd be into that <laughs> right yeah yeah dave, dave's googling right now to see how much it costs not for his daughter for himself yeah he, he wants to be the only one to go and he was just facetimer while he's there like look what i did and you can't do this Dave's not even doing the princess experience. He's just getting shit faced in the fucking the princess room. No, he is doing the princess experience, but he's dressed. He's dressed in like a wall. He's like cosplaying as Sleeping Beauty or something while getting smashed in the room, facetiming everybody. No, nah, he's just cosplaying as cryogenically frozen Walt Disney. <laughs> but it's not a it's not a cryogenic chamber on his head. It's just a big fishbowl of whiskey. It's, these are it's, these are the things I imagine sometimes. I could be an Imagineer, Disney. <laughs> I'm looking for work. I'm clearly not involved with this show after this you wanna, episode. So. You want to take a guess what it costs for one night? Uh, give me 30 grand. Close. Rob, higher, lower? Uh, I'll go 25 grand. 40. 40 grand. One night. One night. It's insane. My daughter better actually be royalty when we leave there. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that's too much. Yeah. How much insane. would you have to make for that to be like acceptable? You'd have to Dude, have there, like, you'd have to have like Demon King money. <laughs> you would have to have Demon King money. Demon King is somehow going to find this recording and donate money to it. it just got butt right in. We're not even live. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to because that is that's insanity. Forty grand. They also have like a top secret club within Disneyland. It's like the thirty third club or something. They're all just cryogenically frozen. They don't even do anything. They're all just yeah. waiting to be thawed out. But it costs like a ton of money to be in this club and. They're very selective about who actually gets in. Like a ton of celebrities can't even get in to this club, from what I remember. I'm also going off the top of the head, so we're gonna get we're gonna get angry Disney people in the comments yelling at me about this. Disney people are enthusiastic. I wonder if that private club gets to go below the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and visit Kurt Russell's dead body. Maybe below it is Disney's is Walt Disney's cryogenically frozen body. Kurt Russell's skull is on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I know. I'm just speculating. You know. <laughs> Could be Kurt Russell down there. Maybe that's where he lives. Imagine. Nobody knows where Kurt Russell lives. I'm sure nobody does. 
Anyways, let's start talking about the ghost. So Kurt we Russell, have Kurt Russell doesn't even know he's been wandering around below the rise. Like, how the hell do I get out of here? No, that's Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's <was> great. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we just can't sit here and laugh for five minutes straight at Bruce Willis. Poor Bruce oh. Willis. <laughs> 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 what were we talking about all right so let's get into the ghost and again this apartment is like the center of it all he's been seen inside the apartment through the window he's the cigarette smoke behind <laughs> I'm sorry. You have to give me a minute. Pictures of fucking Bruce Willis wandering around the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, picking up Kurt Russell's skull. He's like, "Who was this? He looks so familiar." Oh fuck! So yeah, the apartment is where like the center of the hauntings happen. Now it's all over the park, but. We're talking about people constantly seeing him within the apartment from the street. You have the cigarette smoke smell from where he used to hide and smoke cigarettes because he never wanted kids to see him smoke, which reasonable, reasonable, especially for the time. Right. Because usually it wasn't that big a deal back then. But kudos to him for still not wanting to promote that image. And he did die from lung cancer. That is what I mean. He got diagnosed with lung cancer and he was dead within like a month and a half, two months. Yeah, it was it was real quick for him. So you have the apartment like at the center of it. And I find it like really interesting because like now when I go to Disneyland, I want to go like to that apartment and I want to look in that window for a while. And like, I want to see if I can see Walt Disney appear there. I want to go see if I can smell the cigarette smoke from behind the building as much as I hate it. But, you know, no one's smoking in that park anymore. Right. Like you probably be like arrested and thrown in jail for like 20 well, when years did the, well that's actually an interesting point when did that ghost story originate can you still smell the smoke now or is this an old ghost story from the 90s or you know supposedly you can still smell it now and it's been around for a long long time so i have seen other people try to debunk it by saying that it can just stick in the walls and during a rainstorm that yeah. smell can come out so yep. you can see yeah you're not getting nicotine out of the walls there but um yeah that, that that is an important detail is if it's still happening today then um it's a long it, time for it to still it's be a little bit more there. more believable if it's happening today when people can't smoke if it was happening back when people could smoke in the park it's just probably somebody smoking in the park right right yeah well i don't know if you could i'm i mean i'd have to look it up but i'm not sure if smoking was allowed in the park but no one's going to tell walt disney right you, you could smoke in hospitals i know i know up until like five years ago, <laughs> like in some places, it's yeah. I'm sure you could have smoked cigarettes at, at Disney World. Uh, he was real, like I said, though he was real big about that image, so they might not have allowed it within within that particular park, or there might have been designated area. I would, yeah, I would guess that at, at a minimum, there's probably some smoking sections, but yeah. So that leads me to my favorite ghost story that I find like the coolest one of them all, which is the train. Now. We love we love a good ghost train here in hometown ghost stories. Yeah, so he has this train that appears like in the corner of the park, like on this map, and they know where all the trains are. And all of a sudden, there's one showing up, 
and then they hear the train whistle and it's just like that's the coolest ghost yeah, story because it seems like at, at that point in the night the park's closed right yeah these trains probably shouldn't be there's probably no reason for these things to be moving at all unless they actually Real. use the trains to put to bring cargo around the around the right. park but I, Which doubt I, I could i could see occasionally like if you're mo- moving stuff but to your point yeah they're probably all stationary like within the same area is what i would assume and then you just have this phantom train <clears> showing <throat> up and you can hear it and then you got uh, the old the old guys just going up oh, that's waltz train and then you're like a new person you're like shut up that's terrifying i don't want to hear <laughs> that. i don't want to know what this ghost train right away i'm going to bring us back to the smoking thing real quick because i just looked it up you want to know when smoking was banned in disney parks 2019. Oh, so they probably had smoking sections up until then. No, they still have smoking sections. You couldn't just walk around Disney and smoke. I've been to Disney World. You couldn't just walk around and smoke in Disney. So according to uh, Disney.com, Disney banned smoking inside its theme parks in 2019. Smoking is still allowed in designated areas. Okay, so they still have smoking areas. Yeah, yes. there there is no way you could just walk around smoking cigarettes though in 2018 in Disney. But that's what I, it says. I don't believe it. It is an outdoor park. Maybe it's not that it's crazy. Outdoors, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't allow you to smoke inside restaurants, just on a roller coaster, just ripping butts. They did have their own <laughs> ashing in the person's face behind you. <laughs> they had their own rules up until I mean, they still technically do. Like they're basically like a self-governing entity. Right, mm-hmm. they had their they, own they're like they're the Vatican, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> they 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 were. It's, it's well, maybe it's like through, a it's going through state legislation right now to get rid of that, like actively right now. But up until now, it well it always was. Hmm. Well, they have like their own little underground city underneath the park, like with tunnels to get you everywhere. Hmm. Disney is no joke. Like there's yeah. a whole lot going on at Disney. <laughs> but yeah, back back to the train. To me, just the coolest of the ghost stories for Walt Disney, because he's not actively seen, but because of his love of trains, they think, and I understand associating that with him, right? It's right. the Disney ghost train. Yeah, you got to you got to associate everything in Disney with Disney himself, right? Well, not some of the other stories we're going to get to in a few minutes, but yes, mostly. And then people just see him throughout the park. He has been seen by multiple people, just like that one story I told on the drawbridge, just waving to him, which at night, when you see, I don't care that it's Walt Disney, you see a guy just waving to you like this and slowly vanishing into the night, I'm going to shit myself. It's going to be terrifying, like, especially because we're not looking for ghosts at that point. We're just walking around a park and to come across it, it's even more startling. Absolutely. Especially, if you're, yeah, you're supposed to have it to yourself. Yeah. Some dude's on a drawbridge. <laughs> yeah. Just waving at you slowly. Just like, uh, no thanks. I'm not going that way. Now, this is romantic, but I am frightened. Yes. So I just find Disney cool because he's like the name Disney. Everybody knows throughout the world, for the most part, knows Disney. And Walt Disney is the reason for knowing that name. So to associate the ghost stories with him is really cool. Uh, before we move on to some of the park stories, do you guys have anything you wanted to add as far as Walt goes? No, no we covered everything. Here. What else you got? All right. So here are some of the other people that have died at the park and they believe have ghost stories associated with them. 
there was a boy struck and killed by the monorail train that connects the park to the Disneyland hotels in 1966, Oof. while another boy drowned in 1973 when him and his brother attempted to swim off Tom Sawyer's Island after staying behind after the park closed. Uh, it is said that the two are still seen in the water and by the train. Oh, that's a sad story. Yeah. Yeah. There is also, this is all from um, sfgate.com, by the way. There is also a story of Deborah Stone, which is one of the uh, more terrifying stories. And I've actually seen people talk about this one a few times. Uh, Deborah Stone was a cast member who was crushed to death in 1974. She was caught between the walls of America Sings, the, the attraction that replaced Carousel of Progress, where seats rotate around a stationary show. Neither attraction is still at Disneyland. Today, according to, to people, she may still be there. Stone reportedly roams the area, and while the attraction was still in operation, sometimes she would gently warn other cast members who got too close to the rotating walls. So terrifying like way to go right you are working at disneyland the happiest place on earth and you're got these rotating walls to like change where the scenery right for the stationary seats that are going and like just stuff's moving around and she get got caught in between the two walls and they just crushed her to death yeah that's how and that's a hell of a way to go at disneyland yeah those hauntings do seem particularly vague, but I, I, I guess I would like to hear a witness account from, did the ghost whisper to them? Did they hear the ghost talking in their head? Did they see mm -hmm. a ghost? And the ghost said, hey, back it up. From what, I, from what I've seen on other stuff, she would tug them, mm -hmm. like if they were too close to the wall. Now okay. that, that attraction is gone. Unfortunately, it's been gone for quite some time, so now she just supposedly roams the area and people see her. Any idea what that area is? Like, what's what stands in its place? Now? I forget. I did know at one point, but I do not know at the moment. Um, there is also most likely Pirates of the Caribbean. That's disappointing <laughs> that the ghost is still there. You'd think like, if the ghost is lingering behind, it might be because that ride is dangerous, and her mm. purpose is to warn people of it. And once the ride's torn down, then she can you know cross over. Maybe yeah. what's she going to do now? She's like, hey, don't run while it's raining. Slippery. That's what I mean. That's, yeah. That was yeah, what the like, ghost I, I, I got nothing to, to warn about now. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Right. Uh, there is also the ghost of Mr. One-Way. Now, Mr. One-Way is a Disneyland legend that supposedly appears next to single riders on Space Mountain. He will appear in an empty seat on a ride vehicle, but disappear before the first, before the final tunnel at the end of the ride. And there are like... Um, there was a park goer named Vanessa. She believed that she encountered Mr. One-Way on a trip to Disneyland. She felt a hard tug on her hair when there was no one behind her to have done it. And it is said that hair pulling is common with entities trying to make contact with the living. And there are videos of people po that people have posted saying that they've seen Mr. One-Way. Um, so have you been on Space Mountain? I have been, but it's been more than 25 years since I've been on it. So, so this I one, I think remember. you can make a. I think you can make a skeptical argument that if you're riding this roller coaster, you're in. If you haven't been on Space Mountain, you're in the pitch black. It's all, in, it's all indoors, and you can't see anything except for what they want you to see. You get like a random like flash of light here and there, but the, the thrilling part of this ride is that you are going through a roller coaster just in complete blindness. 
Yeah. Now it's disorienting. So if you get a light flash here and the roller coaster's twisting left, the guy in front of you might look like he's next to you real quick. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, who knows? And then if you, if you're, if the legend gets big enough, you know, you might be looking for it. And sometimes you see what you want to see. That's fair. It it is a fun little story though. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I think Another, another fun little story before we get off the topic of Space Mountain is so the people who write the soundtracks. So, you know, when you're riding these roller coasters and there's a soundtrack playing. Mm hmm the people who score these things, the way they do this is like the funnest thing I've ever heard. They ride the roller coaster like hundreds of times and just take notes on like, well, this should be the exciting part of the song. And then when we get to this part, it's going to be the low part of the song. And they just kept riding them over and over and over again. I'm like, that sounds like fun. Not a ghost story. Moving on. (laughs) No, that's good. Fun fact though. Yeah. All right. And now the next one isn't a particular ghost story, but it's a situation that happens at Disneyland and Disney World. I can guarantee Um, it'll be scarier than the story I just told. So let's hear it. (laughs) So a common occurrence is people specifically, usually around the Haunted Mansion attraction, people bring the remains of their loved ones and try to dump it on the grounds of Disney, which is very much not something they want done no it's not <laughs> but it is don't mind the human remains <laughs> yeah so people try to sneak in human remains because there's a lot of people that are like very fanatical about Disneyland and Disney World and just Disney in general and people bring people's remains to where they like enjoy places and they want them to stay but yeah i would say don't try to sneak the human remains of your loved one in and dump them at the haunted mansion. Unless they will for, catch you. Unless it's bones for the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Totally yeah. fine with that. Yeah, I mean, do that. <laughs> Let Kurt if... Russell's family know <laughs> his bones are wanted. Uh, no, I can see that. Maybe they should do something like have like a designated spot where you can dump bodies. <laughs> All right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe like a pond where like you want to dump some a little bit of ashes, you know, limit, you know, three ounces. I know they could charge for it. They like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Fill it with alligators. <laughs> I got some business idea. Imagineer, you know, there's a job. You guys want to hire me? I could do that. I'm looking to get off this we, show. We should start a podcast where Jesse is just pitching Disney ideas for five the, to 15 minutes. The worst ideas they could ever think of. <laughs> Like somehow yeah. it keeps coming back to Jesse dumping bodies in our park. Like we need to get away from this guy. He just keeps wanting to throw all dead, all the dead people in the pond. It just always comes back to that. Anyways. So that's, that's kind of Disneyland. I didn't really look at other stories within other parks. I do know that the ash people trying to bring ashes is a problem at all the Disneyland's and worlds and Disney theme parks. But yeah, I thought, uh, I thought doing a Disney episode would be a little bit of fun. Just hearing some of the stories around there. I can see that. Okay, I do have a request. If I do die soon, I need you guys to smuggle my skull into the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. All right. Okay. Here's I'll, okay I'll, 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 we'll, have to, we'll have to pitch it to your wife. We'll say, hey, listen, it was his last dying. Yeah, she's, she's going to be like, how soon can we do this? <laughs> his last dying wish was for his skull to just be near <laughs> Kurt Russell's. Um, I yeah, have one more ghost story. <laughs> All right, go. Uh, so I... I kind of tease this one at the beginning and I forgot about it, but uh, there is the story of George, the ghost that is at the pirates of the Caribbean attraction. Now there are a few variations on the George myth, but the basics are as follows. George was a construction worker hired to help 
build the brand new Pirates of the Caribbean attraction at the upcoming Magic Kingdom Park. During construction, George either fell off or was crushed by a large piece of set, possibly a falling beam, killing him instantly. Some variations of the myth say that the tall win- window tower that can be seen during the well dunking slash burning city scene is the piece of set that killed George. Some cast members now reportedly refer to, to this as George's tower, and it allegedly contains his initials carved into the base. Supposedly, all attempts to remove the initials are fruitless, and they will always reappear, even if painted over. Shortly after the theme park opened, a sad-looking older woman would periodically visit the attraction and ask to ride alone. Cast members then reported seeing her speak to nobody and sobbing into her her, uh, ride boat. As you'd expect, she was revealed to be George's heartbroken mother. Now George haunts the Walt Disney World attraction. It will make life difficult for cast members and guests, lest they show him the proper respect. Um, He's not a malicious spirit, but he is a mischievous one. The most famous part of the myth is that cast members have to wish George a good morning and farewell at the start and end of the day before they leave. If they don't, he'll make life tough for them by causing the ride to malfunction and break down throughout the day. Allegedly, some cast members will even blame issues on the evening team for not saying goodbye to George the night before. Apparently, George will even respond to guests if they demonstrate a bad attitude and will punish them for complaining by messing with the ride. Some say that George has a thing for haunting female guests too, as there have been reports of women feeling a hand pat their rear or pull their bra strap. As you'd expect, when they turned around, nobody was there. And according to other versions of the myth, if the light in George's tower is switched on during the burning city scene, it means a difficult day is ahead. Another account says the door behind the iconic prison dog is also related to George's spiritual antics. Apparently, if the door isn't shut by cast members, you can expect ghostly happenings and paranormal activity. If both the doors open and the tower light on, well, maybe just head to Disney's Hollywood Studios Park on that day instead. Um, It says that he'll also lead to annoyances for any person dressed in a pirate costume. Cast members have reportedly seen ghostly apparitions on the monitors and have received phone calls from no one seemingly all thanks to George, the Pirates of the Caribbean ghost, and that was from InsideTheMagic.net. So, I will say this. While it does sound like a really cool haunting, mm-hmm. it also sounds suspiciously like a list of things that the manager wanted the cast and crew to remember to do at the end of the night, <laughs> and they blamed ghosts or ghosts. Make sure you turn off the light in the tower, lock the doors, <laughs> don't mess around, be respectful, yeah, or go. That's a good theory. But yeah, <laughs> it is a good theory. A little suspicious, but there's. I mean, the the other hauntings, the uh, the sobbing woman story, kind of broke my heart. The initials showing up is interesting because you know he didn't carve them. It's not like the thing landed on his head. He died instantly. He's like, but one last motion, yeah. one last. <laughs> I need to mark this territory before. Yeah, like, I... dude, you, you don't understand to say, you know, this guy. I was here. Like, we know your dead body is here. Yeah. So I thought that's a, that's a fun one. That's a pretty well known one amongst the disney community for people that aren't even part of ghost stories so thought it would be a fun one to share but yeah that's that's walt disney man and that's disney war uh disneyland so i thought that would uh yeah that was a cool one make for a fun little celebrity episode it was fun i had a blast no that was cool that was interesting because it's you know a park that we've all been to so many times and i had been to it so many times having no idea it was haunted so next time i go i'll be on the lookout so I've never been to Disneyland, 
Oh, Sam, to, I'm talking about World, but yeah. Yeah, I've been to Disney World twice, but I would like to get to Disneyland. I have heard people say they like Disneyland better than Disney World. It's a lot smaller. It's yeah, a lot smaller. Well, yeah, heard it was smaller, but people do seem to like it. We did, uh, no, we went to Universal when we were in California. We Same. did not go to Disney. I also went to the Universal when I was in California, so Disney would be a nice one to check off the list over there. And I and I still want to go back to Orlando. I haven't been there, like I said, in about 25, 26 years. So, mm. yeah, but, Disney in general is unique. Like you, you don't really. Most people like they don't really outgrow Disney. I would. I, I have kids, obviously, so I'll take the kids. But I'm using the kids as an excuse. Like I just yeah. like going to Disney. It's awesome. So. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's going to do it for this episode of Celebrity Hauntings. Do you have some Patreon members you'd like to thank, Jesse? Yep. VIPs, we have Jeannie R., Justin T., Lisa J., Mike B., Mom and Pops W., Robert H., Stephen V., and Demon King. For other patrons, we have Allison V., Amber J., Anna C., Even Better Hometown Ghost Stories, Garrett, Lily, IDGIF Batch, uh, Jake V, Janice G, Mar Fire, Rachel B, Stephanie A, Sydney B, Al Capone, Anthony T, Ashley M, Brandon W, Brennan B, Captain McSlugs, Cody G, Huggy Bear, Kiri Lee J, Mark M, Matthew T, Mariah M, Papa Squatch, Sarah R, Scotty L, Solar Flare, Soph, and Cooper. I finally got through the list nice and smooth that time. There's usually a break yeah. here or there. I need to like take a breath, drink some water, take a little nap. But you know, the list is getting long. We appreciate all you guys. It's a little as three dollars a month. You can become a Patreon member, get early access, ad-free episodes, bonus content, get to do the Patreon pre-show hangout. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> so we'll put your, want to we'll, do that? We'll put your body at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah, special If tier. you do a $60 tier, I think that's what we'll do. Yeah, Rob does arson on the side. Yeah, that's like the $30 tier, I think. Yeah, so you know, there's all sorts of things you could do on Patreon, so consider it. And if you uh, cannot, and that's okay if you can't, then uh, you know you could always swing on over to Apple Podcasts if you haven't already and drop a little five-star review. Let us know what you think. And um, you know we'll read it out on the show, on the live broadcast in front of the audience. So, In front of a live studio audience, your words will be read to them. And you can even do it on Spotify and send us an email and we'll read that out. We'll do literally anything that you ask yeah. us to do. So yeah. just ask. <laughs> we <laughs> we <laughs> are ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways, anything else, gentlemen? That's going to do it for me. All right, we appreciate you guys for hanging out and we will see you on Tuesday for another live episode of Hometown Ghost Stories. Peace.